All right. Hey, everybody. So on the episode today, I actually want to share about seven or eight things with you um, that I've learned over the past two years. Um, I've been in business for 20 years. Um, I did a, for the first 10 years, I was a freelancer and then I had a VA agency, a done for you agency. And then for the last eight or so years, I have been doing business and sales coaching in my own company. And I've also worked with multiple seven and eight figure coaches um, in many different ways from coaching their seven and eight figure clients to um, helping train their sales teams to doing high ticket sales campaigns for them to working behind the infrastructure and the systems of their high-end programs. So I've spent a lot of time doing a lot of things in a lot of different ways. And in 2021, I actually shut my whole coaching business down for an entire year. And I 100% just took a break. And there were so many things. I've done a couple of podcasts, if you've been tuning in, on What led to that? Why did I make that decision? Um, When I so heavily teach not to feel like you need to burn it all down and rebuild it back up. And we'll talk about that today. Um, And I also teach my clients resilience and consistency and commitment and going all in on your dreams. And I had a really successful, very profitable business model and team and set of clients that were doing nearly half a million dollars a year working with me. On the outside, it looked like business was just perfect. It looked like everything had fallen in place and it was going so good. And I recommend going back and listening to some of those podcasts where I share what happened. Like, why would you do that? Why would you quit your business? Like, not take a break. I didn't just like take a break from social media. I didn't just like pause a program. I didn't like try some new stuff. I shut my whole business down for an entire year. So I share all of that. We're also back. We've been back. We've been crushing the game again. Um, and we, we're, we're, doing, we're doing great. And I want to share some of the, I guess, the takeaways and the learnings over the past couple years that I've had through my own experience Um, many of my clients have also dealt with these things, but this is just my personal experience. I'm hoping you'll get a lot of value from this. I'm hoping that you'll find some takeaways, some nuggets in these experiences and what I'm about to share. So let's just go ahead and dive in. So my first thing that I recommend is that you keep your eye on your why. This is what some people call your mission, your why, your North Star, whatever you want to call it. I'm I'm just going to really like ring this home because this was a big thing for me. I, for many, many years in my business, for a whole decade at least, I was very clear on why I started my business to begin with, why I wasn't taking an easy way out and just getting a nine to five job, why I was doing the hustle of business, because let's just be real, it's a fucking hustle. Um, This shit is not easy. This shit's not overnight, right? Like this is not the easy way out. And I was also a single mom of two kids living on welfare when I started my business. It was 
to put it lightly, extremely challenging and difficult for me. Um, in a lot of different ways. Business-wise, personally, family-wise. I had two kids. I was a single mom. I had no high school education. I had no support. There was a whole list of... I always say the odds were against me. All of the odds were against me being a successful business owner. And for the first decade of my career, my business, I was very clear on why I was doing this and why I was going to keep going no matter what, in spite of, and insert everything that could go wrong, which did. Everything that could go wrong for me has gone wrong, probably more than two or three times even, okay? And I stayed in the game and I kept going because I was so grounded and clear on why I was doing this. And my why has changed over the years. It's evolved. And I feel like that's very normal. And that's probably going to be the case for pretty much everybody. You're going to go through seasons and evolutions and growth where your why is just going to change. I first started because I was living on welfare. I was collecting $363 a month in food stamps. I was living in government-assisted housing. And I was a single mother. And I never had anything growing up. And we suffered from extreme poverty. And for the first eight years of my life, I was in abusive foster homes. I won't even get into the things they did to me because it's anything you can imagine. Okay? Multiple times. Anything you can possibly think of that would be terrible, illegal, traumatizing to a child, I went through multiple times in multiple different foster homes. So when I say the odds were against me, I'm serious. Like in all facets, there was nothing saying that I had what it took to be successful. And everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong multiple times in my business. But I was clear in the beginning that in the beginning, I just needed to make money to provide for my kids, for my son, right? Um, I was a single mom of one at first, so I needed to be able to provide diapers and food, the basic living essentials. So my why in the beginning was financial. It was a financial gain. It was about just feeding my kid. But then my why became more. It became about helping other women who had trauma, mental experiences, um, had odds against them. They just weren't gifted. They weren't, um, you know, handed anything. They had a lot of hardships and things were difficult and they just wanted to be the best moms they could be and the best women they could be and they wanted to have an impact and they wanted to make a difference and that became my why. And my why has evolved over the years. The, thi- the reason I bring this up is there's going to be many, many points throughout your entrepreneurial journey where you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel like everything is always against you. Nothing is ever in your favor. Things are always being done to you and it never feels like it's for you. You can never find the silver lining. There's going to be people who are going to backstab you, hurt you, try to do you wrong, have ill intentions. You're going to have things that are going to fail and not work even though you feel like you've done everything so right, okay? You're going to feel 
like you're behind, like you're not able to have the speed of those around you or the ease or the consistency, there's going to be a massive emotional barrier that's going to come down on you from time to time. Some more than others, some more often, but it happens to the best of us. It happens to everybody where you have an overwhelming sense and feeling and emotion that you begin to second guess what you're doing. You begin to doubt yourself. You begin to have this whole set of fears and things from your past start creeping in and we just start making everything mean something and everything is a story and it's about us and like everything's happening to us and nothing happens for us and there's going to be many, many, many moments throughout your entrepreneurial journey where this is just going to be your existence, your reality, your truth, and your experience. And the way that you're going to get through those times because there's not really a way around them. We all experience them. You come out way more stronger, smarter, faster, sophisticated, and well, well-rounded every time this happens. But in the moments, it feels like shit. It feels like everything is coming down on you and you can't take on another thing. Many people give up. Many people shut their business down. I did all of this stuff. Uh, many people quit and they never look back. They just go back to their mundane nine to five jobs because they just can't take it. And a lot, uh, a lot of the people that experience this and, and they quit, like they officially quit, sometimes it is because they can't take it. But more often than not, it's that you don't have a driver you don't have an anchor that is so much more meaningful and important to you that it doesn't matter what you go through. You will die to get this. You will die to make it happen. You will do anything you have to do. You will cut um, all the barriers in half. You will slice and dice all along the way. You will straighten your crown and pick yourself up off the floor yourself if nobody does it for you. You will be your own cheerleader. You will clap for yourself. You will be resourceful. You will get scrappy as a motherfucker. Like, you will figure this shit out come hell or high water. When you have something that's more important to you and meaningful to you than just getting results and making money. This is what's going to keep you. This is what we call the why. This is what we call your North Star. And it's not money. Because no matter how much money you make, you're still going to have these problems. You have bigger problems the more money you make. The other thing, too, is that you can make money in all kinds of ways. You don't need to be an entrepreneur running your own business going through all this to make money. You can go get a job. And you can cut out all of this stuff we're talking about here today. You won't even have to deal with it. So the, the mission, the why, the North Star, it's not money. That's going to fade as soon as you hit your money goal and you'll be ready for the next one. That's never going to be the thing and the deeper reason. There's something that the money is going to allow you to do that means more. And that's what you need to tap into. So that is my very first thing. Um, and like I said, for the first decade, I had that dialed in. And over the years, it evolved. But in 2021, 
for a couple years before that, I had really let that go. My why wasn't even a thing. I didn't even know why I was doing what I was doing anymore. I had dug a hole so deep in like trends and strategy and money and success and reaching the the goals and having the metrics and, um, you know, just being up there with the one percenters. And like, I just, I lost my North Star. I lost my anchor that had helped me get through everything. And I ended up quitting my business and letting go of everything I built. And I'm rebuilding and I'm starting over because I lost that why. I lost my anchor. I lost my North Star for a few years, long enough to take me out of the game. Okay? All right, number two. I want you to trust your own intuition over chasing trends and shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. Okay, there's not. One way or another, you're going to have to do the work and go through all the things that every other successful entrepreneur has had to do. You're not going to be special. You're not going to be, um, you know, the, the exception to the rule, the one person that didn't have to do it. Like, it's just not going to be a thing. And so when we can just accept that, that this is, again, not the easy way out. This is not the easy way around. This is not for the faint of heart, and this is hard work. When we could just accept that and understand you're going to go through so many different evolutions of ease and struggle and triumph and trauma and so much, you have to be available for it. You have to know it's going to happen, and you have to do whatever you have to do to get through it when it does happen. But you will not skip it. You're not going to get handed a special secret shortcut that nobody else has ever been able to to receive or achieve. And all of a sudden, you're going to be that one person that does. And the thing is, too, is the mindset around that. The mindset around thinking, I can shortcut this. Or, you know what, I can, I can just get right to the trends and I can get right to the results and I'm not going to have to do this hard work that these people over here did. Oh, these people had to hustle? Yeah, I'm not going to have to do that. Oh, they had to work hard? Nope, I'm not doing that. Oh, they had to sacrifice? No, I'm not sacrificing shit. Like, it isn't going to happen. And by having a mindset of thinking you can, you're constantly chasing shortcuts. You're chasing these quick wins that never never happen for anybody. um, And they never sustain. They never feel as good as you think they're going to. And you chase vanity metrics and trends, right? Like, oh, courses are the thing. Let's do courses. Oh, okay. Passive income. There's no fucking such thing. I'm sorry to be the barrier of bad news. There's no such thing as passive anything. You are going to work your fucking ass off in your business, no matter what you're selling, period. And the people that are doing what they call passive, Trust me, if you could see behind the scenes at how they're working their asses off and hustling, rather it is on throwing thousands and thousands of dollars at paid advertising to keep up with the people to, to generate those sales, or it's the mindset of having to do all the technology and hire the team and set up the systems. One way or another, they're hustling their asses off. There's no such thing as this easy breezy, beautiful shortcut through all the bullshit that everybody else has to go through. You're you're going to have to go through it. So my recommendation is always follow your intuition. I tell my clients and I remind myself every day, follow what feels good. If it feels good to you, it's good. It's right. Do it. 
if it feels good to you, you need permission from fucking nobody. I am very big on that. Like, I won't ask permission of anything of, from anybody. If it feels good to me, I trust it. If I want it, then I will do it. If it feels good for me, that's all that matters. I don't care what anybody else thinks. And I have blindfolders on to these sexy little overnight trends that go away within six months to a year, and they're no longer the thing. If we look at business over multiple, multiple decades, it always, always trumps every trend there's ever been. And what that is, is the human connection, the relationship building, and focusing on serving and solving people's problems. And that is what business success and longevity always comes back to every time. It will trump paid advertising. It will trump courses. It will trump low ticket offers. It will trump high end offers. It will trump um, passive this and passive that. So I want you to continue to allow yourself to have some blindfolders on and follow and check in more frequently with what feels good to you instead of following suit and copying everybody around you and getting distracted with what you're doing, taking yourself off course to go chase and follow some trend that isn't even going to be a fucking thing in six months, right? And a lot of times, and what happened to me is I was doing so good in business and I, mo- I removed my blindfolders and I started chasing these trends. And what was working, I stopped doing that to chase these trends that never lasted, that phased out and fizzled out after six or so months. And I was right back at what I was initially doing that was working anyway. And after that happening so many times, I was done. I put the blindfolders on. I don't care what anybody's doing. I don't care what the new trend is. I don't care what everyone's launching. I don't care what everyone is pricing their things at. I follow what feels good to me, my intuition. I look straight ahead. I keep my eye on my why and my blindfolders are on. I literally do not care what anybody else is doing. I literally don't give a shit. I don't even know what they're doing. Okay, number three, there is no instant gratification here, guys. You're playing a long game. This is years and years and years and years in the making of your success. There's no such thing as quick. There's no such thing as instant gratification. You can plug away and check away and check the boxes and do the things and take the action and hustle your ass off and you can still come out empty-handed. That's the risk you're taking when you play this game. And there's no instant gratification. There's nobody owes us anything. Nobody owes you anything. Just because you did the live video, it doesn't mean everyone needs to stop their life and watch it and comment on it. Just because you sent the email, it doesn't mean that everyone has to stop their life and open, read, and respond to your email. Just because you checked the boxes doesn't mean you're going to get the result. That's the, the game we're playing here. This is the game. Like, this is the rules of the game straight across the board for everybody. And this is where it's like vanity metrics to, to a very large degree do not matter. My best champion clients have never talked to me in the DM. They've never commented on a fucking video I've ever done. They've rarely opened an email, maybe once in a while, but they've never replied or commented. Um, they've never 
um, got on a sales call with me or any conversation, my best champion clients, I don't even know where they came from because I didn't see them physically anywhere, no matter how much I showed up, no matter how many boxes I checked, no matter how hard I worked. It looked like I was just talking to myself all the time. Yet, I was having consistent multiple five-figure months recurring for an entire 12 months or more. I was having the highest retention I've ever seen in a high-end group coaching program. My clients were making half a million dollars in under a year with me. Um, I was having great success financially and easily launching and filling my group high-ticket group coaching programs. But if you look at the surface, the vanity metrics, you would never think that was the case. You would think I was flat fucking broke and making no money and had no clients. I don't want you guys to chase instant anything. And I don't want you to get hung up on vanity metrics or what means success. I have clients who have 10, 20, 30, and even 100,000 people on an email list. And they are barely making $5,000 per month. I've done $65,000 and $85,000 in eight days with a list of 150 people. Because they're qualified and they're quality leads and they're my champion clients, they convert like crazy and they never have to comment. They never have to have a conversation with me. We never have to interact personally together. I want you to understand that on such a deep level because if you are so hyper-focused on wins and instant gratification and being rewarded for everything you do and having um, vanity metrics that make you look like you're a billionaire and you're flat fucking broke, what I want you to understand is your best champion clients don't have time to sit around and engage on your shit. As soon as you say what they need to hear, they will buy, okay? So don't get tripped up and take yourself out of the game because of that. Okay, number four, I want you to focus on those champion clients I was just talking about especially in the beginning. If you are just getting started in your business or maybe you're only at six figures and you're trying to go to multiple six or even seven figures, I'm just gonna tell you, you're not gonna get there with bottom feeders. You're not going to get there with bottom feeders. It takes an army to change the fucking world. It takes an army to make a global movement and an impact. You're not doing this by yourself, and you're certainly not going to do it swimming to the bottom of the ocean, scraping bottom feeders up off the bottom, and then trying to drag them through your business because you care more than they do. In the beginning especially, but I say always, but in the beginning, the way that you will help those bottom feeders, if you're someone who's like, oh, but the people that are struggling need me the most— The people that are struggling are choosing to stay there and they're not ready, willing, or able. They're not capable of doing good with your work. How will you make a global impact? How will you make a ripple effect? How will you change lives if all the people you're trying to collect and work with don't give a shit enough about their goals to get up out of bed and do the work? There will be nothing good that will come out of your work if that's the people you're chasing. It takes an army. So you need champion clients 
who are already hustling. They're already doing the work. They're already established. They're already successful. They already see the value in what you do and they don't need you to explain it. They don't need you to go up, down, sideways, and round and round a million times to tell them why what you do is so important and valuable. They already know. Those people will leap into your programs. They will fly through your curriculum. They will implement like badass bitches, and they will get the biggest wins you're ever going to see in your programs. And then... They will go teach it to their clients so they can do it. So they can teach it to theirs and they can do it. They will do good work in the world with what you teach them. The only way to make an impact in a movement and to make massive change, you need other people helping you do it. Bottom feeders aren't there yet. Once you can use champion clients to get there and to make money and make an impact and a change and a movement, you'll have the money, the time, and the ability to throw rafters out to the people that are sinking and give them an opportunity to grab on and come up and get the help. You can't give something you don't have. You can't give from an empty cup. So stop trying to be heroic And get out there and make a difference. And you're going to do that and you're going to need to do that with champion clients. Because it is going to take more than you to do this. And so focus on those champion clients and speak into those people and bring in those types of people into your high ticket group coaching programs instead of chasing around the bottom feeders that don't see the value in what you do at all. And they don't even want to find the money. They don't even believe there's money in the world. They believe everybody's broke. They don't want to find the money to do what they want to do and to make a difference and to get the job done. They want to wallow in their own self-pity and they want to complain and bitch and nag and they want someone to do it all for them and they want that instant gratification and they want it all without doing the work. You're not going to make a movement and you're not going to get to multiple six and seven figures financially If that is who you're chasing around, you'll be chasing forever and you're going to work 50 times harder. And those people are not going to win big in your program and give you the testimonials and the social proof that you need to generate recurring revenue, referrals, client testimonials that stand the test of time. Okay, number five, you're going to commit to whatever your why is and doing whatever it takes But then you need to recommit every day because this shit's hard and it's going to take you out every day and you're going to have to recommit. And I believe that people, I don't believe that we set unrealistic goals. I believe that we have unrealistic expectations on what those goals are going to take. And that's a little bit of a different statement, isn't it? I don't believe, I don't believe that we set unrealistic uh, goals, but we have unrealistic expectations on what the goals are going to take. So recommit daily, okay? The other thing is you will outgrow your business model and probably your clients and your why. And so you've got to always be willing to get education and mentorship on being a good CEO, being a good leader, 
And you're going to have to be willing to, to outgrow things and have change it, make changes and set up new systems and infrastructure and hire a new team and work on your mindset and your self-care at different levels as you grow. You have to be willing to do that. You're never going to build something and it's going to sustain just that perfect way forever. Okay. And you're never going to have to grow your education, your mindset, your health, your self-care. There's always going to be evolution and growth. Okay. Next, get help before you need it. Mentorship, team, and your personal well-being. Always, always, always. Those are your top three things. You want to get these things before you need it, not when you're in the middle of a fire and everything is coming down and burning down on you and you feel like you have to quit and you're stressed and you can't make smart decisions. You want to get the help and get the support that you need. Rather, it is personally helping your home with a nanny, a chef, a cook, an accountability person to keep you on track with your self-care, a team member, a mentor, a coach. You need to surround yourself and get in the room with the people that are going to help keep you going and growing. And then finally, fail fast and fail forward. You're not going to get anywhere in your business without some failure. And failure is not a bad thing. It's in fact, the only way for you to grow and learn and become a better version of yourself is through those moments of failure. It is where your lessons are. It's where you learn. It's where you get the the knowledge and the data that you need to do better. When you know better, you do better. And you're not going to know better if you're never doing anything where you're failing and you're making some mistakes and you're falling flat on your ass and you're having to pick yourself back up and you're having to rally behind yourself because nobody else is doing it. And you got to pull out your own chairs because no one is giving you a seat at the table. And you have to straighten your own crown and do this for yourself. When you have to do that, that's failure. And it's failure in such a good way. And it's failing forward and it's doing it fast. Get it over with. Don't fail slowly for years and decades. Just get it over with. All right, guys, this was so much, but there's probably so much more I could share. I hope this was helpful for you. I would love to keep this conversation going. I'd love to know your biggest takeaway, your biggest breakthrough here, and what you think you're going to need to work on or improve the most out of what we talked about here today or something else going forward to continue to reach your goals. Um, I hope this was helpful. I'll see you guys all soon.